So, what a bloody hero James is. Despite my loser ass having cut all contact with him three years ago, despite my asshole behavior, despite the dodgy circumstances, I mean, I'm willing to bet he doesn't often get patients in who've been stabbed in the throat, but somehow been placed in a magical coma to keep them alive, he still fixed up Miralda and Farang, all while I skipped Eba and Milia to all of the slurp schools to keep them from heaving chaos on earth. Pooh! I then ended up promising him to meet Blackie, so I skipped him to the statue. I think he still didn't believe everything was real by the time we ate. This is Nidak, my adventure, written down in a better way than I can tell it. Episode 61 Pisa Incredible! James's hands rested on Blackie's snout, his thumbs caressing the reptile's scales. He stared into the greenish-yellow-gold eye, the slitted pupil staring back. If this is fake, you have missed your profession. This would be an incredible prop for television and movies. Blackie sniffed. James jumped slightly. I am not saying I still believe this is a prank. That would make absolutely no sense. Perhaps this is merely a vivid dream. I certainly do feel a little bit queasy from being beamed up. What did you call it again? Skipping. Right. So all this time you were really an alien? That explains loads. A heat rose up in Nadek, but it dissipated quickly as she saw the grin and twinkle in his eyes. She punched him on the arm. The gesture felt so familiar, a pang of regret surged through her, turning her smile into a grimace. Balls, I've missed you. I really was an idiot. I got played so hard and completely fell for it. For him. She gestured her head towards where Farrenk lay on one of the beds atop the statue. I do believe he loved me for real, though. I guess we both got played. She sighed and forced a smile back. If you find Blackie amazing, just wait until you meet Patat. He's something else entirely. She barked a laugh at his questioning face. I already described him to you when I told you everything. I am certain you did, he interrupted. But in all fairness, after mentioning the dragon and the other creatures, I believe my mind blanked. Ah, that's understandable. You'll see when he returns from wherever he went. He said he had an idea to help the cause. Burn me if I knew what he meant. I just hope he's alright, because I... Don't think he'd completely recovered from his imprisonment yet. Anyway, I suppose we should wake our patients up, or their wounds will never heal. Blackie, can you... She squinted at a thought she just had. Can you wake them partly, like you did with the slurp, but maybe a little less awake? Wake them enough so their body is able to heal the wounds, but not enough so they feel the pain? That's maybe a little bit too specific, I know. Can do, think I. 
The sing-songed voice in Irak's head sounded confident. Blackie stood up and turned her backside to the beds. Melia and Ava scuttled away, afraid to get caught in the dragon's wind. It wasn't a joke when you said she farts people awake, was it? James sounded incredulous. I should have known. He uttered a short and confused laugh, which was drowned out near the end by Blackie's long and loud fart. When she was done, they all gathered around their fallen comrades. The color in Miralda and Farang's faces returned to a healthier undertone of red instead of pale yellow. Their breathing became visible again. The rise and fall of their chests gave Nadak a sense of relief she hadn't expected. Both stirred a bit. A twitch of a finger, a twist of a foot. But neither opened their eyes. James examined them felt their pulse, checked their breathing, opened their eyelids. Incredible, he murmured once more. She managed to keep them in the perfect state of unconsciousness, while the rest of their bodily functions remain working normally. This means they might need food? He looked up at Blackie, his face a mask of wonder and intrigue. Nigh. Food need not. Tail heal quick, too. Nidak smiled. They'll be fine and they'll heal quicker than you would believe. Black spots flicked in her sight of view. Despite trying to hide it, she still stumbled somewhat. What is wrong? Melia was at Nidak's side straight away, supporting her and guiding her to the last empty bed. Nothing. I need to rest. Big day tomorrow. She forced a large smile, but felt the anxiety for the miracle she had to bring. But first I want to eat the food we brought. Nina kept the forced smile and let herself be seated. Before leaving Earth, James had called in for a delivery of pizza. Skipping food from Earth to the other realm and the other way around, since some of the otherworldly food tasted incredible, was something Nidak did regularly. Upon opening the first box, the combined smell of delicious tomato sauce with Italian herbs, roasted vegetables, and perfectly baked crust wafted in her face. Despite the pizza only being lukewarm, she devoured the slice before the others joined her on the bed. What did you call this again? Milia asked, hesitantly trying to pick up a slice. Wait, do not say it. I know. Eba trailed off as she squeezed her eyes shut and scrunched her face. Pizza! She opened her eyes wide, face beaming. That was it? Was it not? Pizza! I know someone named as such. She is delicious as well. Bouncing her eyes up and down at no one in particular, she also picked up a slice and stuffed the tip in her mouth without hesitation. Melia still examined her slice. Pizza! It's pizza! And it's one of the top five best dishes on earth. Nina laughed as Eba fluttered her eyes and made an agreeable sound. 
Of course, most people would have other toppings. That's what the ingredients atop the dough circle are called. There's a large cultural difference between Earth and here when it comes down to eating animal-based products. She directed that last tidbit towards James, who knew her eating habits, but never knew before why she was raised that way. Nidak never knew either, not until after she was introduced to the other realm and made some connections. Animal-based ingredients? What does that mean? Milia looked embarrassed to have spoken out loud with a food-stuffed mouth, but still took another keen bite, bulging her cheeks. She emitted a quiet mmm sound. Ah, oh, it doesn't really matter. It would likely take your appetite away. Oh, she groaned, looking into another pizza box she just opened. You're such a hero, James. His eyes twinkled. Wrinkles at the edges turned into creases from the satisfied smile. He nodded. You didn't think I'd forgot your favorite pizza? I got two of those. He reached out to grab one of the potato pizza slices. Nidak nearly shut the lid on him. She wanted to inhale the pizza all by herself. They fell silent while enjoying their dinner. After everyone ate their bellies full, Half a pizza was left. Blackie sat like a dog, staring at it, panting with tongue out. Drool slowly pooled at the two tips and stretched down in a long, glittering, slimy string. After confirming everyone was really done, Nidak chucked the pieces at Blackie. The black beast caught them one by one, expertly. I should return you home now, James. Nidak laid a hand on his arm. Thank you so much for the help. I know it came out of nowhere and we both know you would have had enough reasons to turn your back, but... Stop talking. You know I could never turn back people in need of medical help or any other help, especially coming from you. He fell quiet, looking around to study everything and everyone. Nidak wasn't certain if he was done talking, or if she was expected to say something. It is a long weekend back home now. Listen to me talking about back home, as if I'm on some kind of holiday. Monday and Tuesday are public holidays, so I didn't have any appointments booked in. In fact, I had planned nothing for the whole weekend. Do you know how long it has been since I did nothing? I intended on watching all of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies and forced myself not to work. He locked eyes with Nadak, which means it wouldn't be a problem if I stayed here. Nadak felt her stomach drop and flutter at the same time. Why would he do this? Why would he stay? She shook her head and began to say no, but he spoke right over her. The way I see it, and the way you've explained it, what you're doing tomorrow will take an enormous effort. You'll need all your energy. I don't want you wasting it on bringing me home. Besides, have you thought about what you will do afterwards? There is still a day before you get your crown. Were you thinking we'd just stay on top of this statue? 
I feel like we should mingle in the crowd and get people's thoughts. No. Nidak surprised herself with the strength she said that. Last time I tried to mingle, my friends almost died. We will stay on the statue until the crown drops on my head. Easy. No need to risk anything else. No one will know we're up here, and they won't be able to get to us anyway. We'd be safe. She realized by saying that she agreed to keep James in this world. You will be safe on this statue. It will be fine. Yet, despite the confidence in her voice, something inside of her didn't feel right. It's just a pizza of full stomach making me feel weird, she tried to convince herself. James scooted closer, grabbed her by the shoulders and faced her. It will be fine. He searched her eyes, as if looking for the confidence she'd pretended to have, but not finding it. Come here. He hugged her tight. She melted in a familiar embrace. He always had been able to give the best hugs. You have been listening to Nadek, Chapter 61, Pisa. Narrated, adventured and lived through by myself, Nadek. Written in a better way than I can tell it by Estrid Jeff. Don't go just yet. We've got bloopers coming up. James's hands rested on Blackie's snout, his thumbs caressing the reptiles. Okay, that's off to a good start. Anyway, I suppose we should wake our patients. I should. When she was done, they all gathered. When she was done, they all gathered. 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 The color in Mimata, the rise, fuck, the rise and fall of their chests gave Nedak its scent. Um, fuck, he murmured. He looked up at Blackie, his face a mask of wonder, and in he looked up at Blackie, his face a mask of wonder, and in bloody hell, despite trying to hide it. She still stumbled. Fuck! Eba trailed off as she screwed. 